According to the Super Bowl indicator, when the AFC wins the rest of this year, we'll see a decline in the stock market. Right. On the other hand, if the NFC wins, that would be Tampa Bay. That foretells a bull market for this year. The funny thing is it's kind of worked. Welcome to a very special episode of The Capitalist Investor. Super Bowl Sunday's <laughs> around the corner, D. Oh, yeah. One of the best days of the year. Yeah. Brown should be in it, though. They really should. Third and 14 against, who is it, Chad Henney? Yeah. I thought that guy was but, out of the league you know, like 20 you know, years ago. The guy who ended up making the tackle on him, <laughs> mm-hmm. poor field awareness. Because he was standing about two yards behind yep. the first down line. Two yards behind it. Mm. You should be a yard or two in front of it. Yep. I don't understand what he was doing. He just, he must not have known where he was on the field. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. It was rough. Yeah. The Browns, they outperformed for sure. And by the end of that game, there were so many injuries, practice squad players, the whole deal. So they had a great, a great season. But I'm very proud of the Browns. Very proud of the Bills too. Bills aren't my team, but they went very far. Unfortunately, they couldn't pull it off in the AFC championship. But, you know, our two Rust Belt teams did pretty well this year. Yeah, looking good. Bright, right? bright future too. We can go back to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh had a great season. They kind of, mm-hmm. you know, squandered a little bit in the second half, but kind of these old school teams, you definitely saw a resurgence this year, which oh, was sure. yeah. great for us in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. All right. So we got the Chiefs versus the Bucks. And for today's episode, we're going to talk about something known as the Super Bowl indicator. So here's the deal. According to the Super Bowl indicator, when the AFC wins... That would be the Chiefs for you non-NFL fans. If the AFC wins or the Chiefs win the next year, which is the rest of this year, right? I should say Mm -hmm. 2021, we'll see a decline in the stock market. Right. On the other hand, if the NFC wins, that would be Tampa Bay. That foretells a bull market for this year. So we can just kind of go through the numbers here and figure out if this thing works, right? I mean, this is totally random, totally arbitrary. But the funny thing is it's kind of worked. Yes. Kind of, you know? Kind of. (laughs) I mean, I think it's right. So let's see. This idea rolled out in 1978. Yep. And it was kind of back-tested back to 1967. So from 1967 through 2020, 40 out of 53 times it was right. So that's right around 75-ish percent. I don't have my calculator in front of me, but 40 out of 50 would be 80. That's a little worse than 80. Yeah, I think it's about 75. (laughs) All right, we're going to go with 75. (laughs) So that's pretty impressive. It is. Now, I can also say the stock market's probably up 75% of the time. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know, so what does that mean? Does that mean the NFC won 75% of the time? Maybe that's the case. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe that's why we're having this conversation right now. (laughs) I didn't look that up, but you never know. Well, I think we can throw a quick disclaimer in here. So the backwards testing <laughs> when you're trying to oh, prove something out, especially in the stock market. A little bit of confirmation yeah, bias. Exactly. You little... know what you're trying to prove and you finagle the numbers until mm-hmm. it proves you're right. Yeah. So I'm not too keen on that info that they looked at when I think they started this in 78. But before then, if I'm not mistaken, it was pretty much looking at the backwards testing. It was pretty much right 100% of the time. Really? Yeah. So, however, what I'm looking... The stock market does not care if Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes wins. I do not think so. (laughs) (laughs) Stock market doesn't care at all. 
The stock market is probably sick of Tom Brady, just like everyone else. <laughs> yeah. The goat, though. You got to give it to the guy. He the is guy the is goat. unbelievable. He's the goat. Chris was telling me his uh, chances of making the Super Bowl are like 47%. That's better yeah. than Steph Curry hitting a three. Yes, I saw that. I wow. saw that tweet. Wow. That's insane. 47% of the time the dude's in the Super Bowl. I saw something else on Twitter that Tom Brady, his career after 35, so 35 and later, is still basically the best career that anyone's ever had. Wow. <laughs> He's a beast. It's unbelievable. And Mahomes so. is the next goat, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah. I mean, this really should be an unbelievable Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, Mahomes is better than any other quarterback in the league right now. Yeah. By a wide margin. Yeah. So. It's tough to beat a quarterback like that when he's got incredible weapons. Yep. And he has two of the best in the game. So if you're going to beat the Chiefs, you got to get lucky with a turnover and you got to pretty much score every time. Yeah. <laughs> That's really the recipe for winning. Yep. No doubt. So I think important to point out on this indicator, as it's pretty sure it's been wrong the last five years in a row. Okay. <laughs> and the market's done a tremendous job over the last five years so had you gotten into bear mode Mm -hmm. you'd be crying yourself to sleep every night (laughs) exactly okay so So, lesson learned just based (laughs) off of that alone right anything we talk about in the show is for fun only (laughs) there's there's no good takeaway for you on it do not do this at home yep this is we're not telling you to uh, bet the farm if the nfc wins that's for sure but you know look it's before that it's pretty cool but 2016 Denver Broncos that 2016 seems like decades ago now but the Broncos won market was up 12% that was not right 2017 the Patriots won and the market was up 21.8% so that Ooh, was wrong don't want to miss that one in 2018 the Eagles won that was a very memorable Super Bowl for sure market was down 6.24% that year did you mention 2008 I did not. <laughs> the Giants won, which would have gotten in the NFC, which would have gotten you bullish. Right. That's a big mistake. Mm-hmm. 2008 was not a good year. So some of the mistakes <sighs> have been really bad mistakes, right. right? I guess when you look at it from a performance standpoint. Well, I guess you can look at it this way. We're, I'm about to create a new index right here live. The, the Patriots in 2017, isn't that the year that they lost in the very last second when Russell Wilson threw that interception on the goal line? Yes. Or was that 2014? I'm going to say 17. I think it was 17. Yeah. In 2008, that was the helmet catch, right? With Eli Manning. Yes. So if you have a crazy ending, then it may flip around. Oh, there we go. <laughs> All right. You got to watch. You got to watch the whole game. Yep. Was it the Patriots versus the Falcons a couple years ago when the Patriots were getting smoked at halftime? That was 2017. That was 2017. Yeah, okay. that must have been. Gotcha. That was unbelievable. I was ready to go to sleep at halftime. It was such a bad game. It was crazy. Wow. All right. So let's get into some indicators that actually do work. Yeah. So I jotted down a few notes. I'm sure you did as well. First one I'm going to go with D is equity risk premium. Okay. I know it's way too, way too technical (laughs) for a fun Super Bowl show. Here's what it means. Keep it very simple. You take the earnings yield on the S&P 500. Well, you might say, what is the earnings yield? Well, if the PE is 20, you take 100 divided by 20, mm-hmm. and that gives you five. That is the earnings yield. It's not the P over the E. It's the E over the P, right? right? It's the reciprocal. Mm-hmm. So you take the earnings yield on the S&P 500 and subtract the earning or the yield on the 10-year treasury. Right now, we're at about maybe 230, 240 basis points. 
when you're in that 200 to 300 basis point tranche, forward-looking returns over the next 12 months in the S&P are about 11%. When we drop down to the 100 to 200 spread, forward-looking returns drop to 5%. Okay. Right. So what does this do? This is, is basically a measure of the attractiveness of stocks versus bonds. The higher the number, the more attractive stocks are. Right. And the more attractive stocks are at that point in time, the better the future returns are. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I like to look at. Right. Yeah. Tough for you to find it in most places. Not the most simple thing to understand. I hope I made it as easy as possible, but equity risk premium is kind of a measure of Tina. There is no alternative. Mm -hmm. Is there an alternative? If treasuries are paying 5%, maybe there's an alternative, right? Right. And maybe people start, you know, throwing money at treasuries. But right now at 1%, you're not going to get rich at 1%. I think it's a, a very overlooked factor in the overall market right now that everyone just seems to gloss over. If you want to make any money <laughs> right now, yeah, it's basically your only choice is the, stocks, U- stocks, the U.S. Stocks. stock market. Yeah, And I don't see that changing in the short term. Yep. I agree. So that's one thing I use, equity risk premium. I'm just going to, I wrote down a few others. I'm just going to go with one other and we'll see if you want to add anything. I like to look at the percentage of S&P stocks that are trading above the 50-day and the 200-day moving average. Mm-hmm. When it's above 50 you're in an uptrend when it's above 50%. Right. When it's at like 90%, you are in a very strong <laughs> uptrend, right? Obviously, if you're talking about stocks above the 200-day, that's more of a longer-term trend as opposed to the 50-day, which is like a short-term trader's trend, mm-hmm. right? But that's something I like to look at, right? When that's high, you feel confident that you can buy the pullbacks. Mm-hmm. When you're below 50%, you probably want to reconsider buying pullbacks, mm-hmm. right? Maybe you should let the thing fall a little further before you get in. Right. So those are two indicators that I like to look at. I mean, obviously there's a lot of other stuff. Anything you want to chat about? Yeah. You know, I think based off of uh, kind of what's going on in the market right now, it's kind of the talks being dominated by some of these uh, Reddit message board wonders yep. like GameStop. And now we got AMC and things like that. You know, it's really a good chance to mention to everyone about all of this craziness will eventually sort itself out. It's what the stock market does. Yeah. And the old indicators that people used to look at, you know, back in the olden days, back in, you know, 2017, 2018, yeah. when people were actually trying to pick out stocks, you know, based on what their value was, maybe the good old PE ratio will come back into play. You know, how expensive a stock is based on the earnings of a company. Yeah. It will <laughs> at some point. I don't know if that's next week or next month or five years down the road, but it's something important to keep in the back of your mind. You know, this is a, a fun Super Bowl show, but it's something that's really kind of sent red flags off for me is that don't always get in on these momentum trades just because you're afraid of missing out. If you're going to get into some of these companies, especially when we're talking about this stuff at the beginning of the year, you know, make sure you like the story. Yeah. Make sure you like the fundamentals. Not all of these huge momentum stocks are going to stay at the levels that they're at right now Yeah. Uh, as of recording this show. So maybe 2021 is the year, maybe even for our listeners, of getting back to the fundamentals a little bit more. Yep. Yeah. So you keep that in mind when you're out there. Well, typically, D, at this stage of the recovery, this is when earnings begin to drive stock prices. Right. Like last year, every single company got a free pass. Yeah. In 2020, you didn't have to beat 
your earnings estimates and you didn't have to provide guidance, mm-hmm. right? So the street just kind of picked the number and it was a very low <laughs> hurdle. And right. then every quarter, everyone beat. This year, investors are going to want to see some visibility. Yep. And it is time for companies to begin to provide solid guidance. It's time for them to have some visibility, provide mm-hmm. guidance, and it's time for them to execute, right? right. They're going to be held accountable. <laughs> you know? So I do believe that will happen. Maybe if not in the first half of this year, by the second half of the year. Yep. All right, man, let's wrap up with our Super Bowl prediction. So we got Pat Mahomes, Patrick. I call him Pat like we're best friends. <laughs> we go back to Patrick, his formal name. We got Patrick Mahomes, who in my opinion is the best quarterback in football right now versus Tom Brady, who is the best quarterback of all time. Right. Maybe Patrick Mahomes will unseat him at some point. That remains to be seen. Brady has been playing forever Mm -hmm. and he has been able to avoid major injuries, which is like, that's a big thing, dude. Mm -hmm. You got to have a stroke of luck or you have to have the most unbelievable offensive line. Right. (laughs) Probably both. Yep. What's your prediction, dude? It looks like the Chiefs are favored by three. The Chiefs are the returning Super Bowl champions from last year. Yep. So they won it last year. Who do you like, the Chiefs or the Bucks? So, you know, you mentioned the Bills. I lived in Buffalo, as I mentioned before I moved to Cleveland. So definitely a Browns fan, but I was a Bills fan first. But I believe both the Bills and the Browns are developing a pretty formidable rivalry with the Chiefs. Yeah. Because they're going to have to beat Patrick Mahomes if they want to win anything. So... I don't like Patrick Mahomes anymore. <laughs> yeah, because of what he did to yeah, our two teams. Exactly. So I'm now, gonna, Buffalo's on my team, but you know, yep. you're Buffalo and Browns, right? Right. All right. So I'm going to take the Bucks, Tampa Bay, 38 to 31. Wow. That's impressive. So Brady's going to get another. Yep. That's kind of what I'm rooting for. Wow. <laughs> I'll take the Chiefs. I do not. I don't know, man. I mean, if Brady can pull this off, man, like... I would not be mad if Brady won another one. Mm-hmm. So look, I'm just, I'm going with the team that I think has the edge. I mean, I think Patrick Mahomes is just, the dude's electrifying. Yep. He's just unbelievable. Brady is probably the smartest quarterback to ever play the game, <laughs> right? I mean, and he just knows how to win. Right. So I think the Chiefs are going to edge him out. Will they cover the three-point spread? Yeah, I'm going to say yes, but they will win by less than seven. So it'll be a close game. Yep. It'll be a very, very fun game. I mean, this is one people talk about how old is Tom Brady? Is he like 42, 43? I think he's 43. Jeez, oh man. And that would just, I mean, when's the last time you won a Super Bowl? Two or three years ago? Was it 17 or did he win one after that? I think I still have it up. I don't know. I wrote that down somewhere. But well, look, here. the guy is just, you know, the best ever. And if at age 43, you can win another Super Bowl. I mean, I don't know how much better his career would be. <laughs> he's already the GOAT. But um, nevertheless, man, this is going to be just an awesome Super Bowl. Plus the weekend is doing the halftime show. Yep. I mean, if you don't like the weekend, we got problems. We can't, we can't be friends. <laughs> Every, <laughs> everyone likes that. If you don't like the weekend, we can't be friends. All right, everyone. Have fun watching the game. Uh, hope you enjoyed this special episode. Hope I didn't bore you with my equity risk premium talk. 2019 was the Patriots over the Falcons. Wow. The 24 was, to 3 comeback. That was one, one heck of a game, yep. man. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week. And enjoy the Super Bowl this weekend. Have a good one. Hey, it's Mark. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We really appreciate it. Look, if you wouldn't mind, please go to your podcast app, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever you use, 
and give us a five-star rating and review. You know, the best way for us to continue to educate and enlighten every single one of you is for more and more people to know about us, and your review would help us with that. Also, we've had quite a few listeners reach out to us lately asking about financial planning. So, we've decided to offer a special to every single one of our listeners. It's a $495 comprehensive financial plan. No strings attached. You don't have to move your investments under our management. We're not going to use the plan as a gimmick to sell you a product. There's absolutely no hidden agenda and no further obligation on your part. You just get great conflict-free advice from us. And all you have to do is visit your495plan.com. That's your495plan.com. Fill out your info. One of our certified financial planners will reach out and begin to build out your plan. Visit your495plan.com today.